This is the Coach to Coach Podcast, episode number 11. Game time. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coach to Coach Podcast, where we believe a coach can win with their team and in the home. I'm your host, Nate Salee, and we have another great episode lined up for you today. We are a part of so many great conversations with some amazing coaches around Northern Kentucky, and this is a way where we can all learn from one another and grow in our leadership with our teams and personally with our families. This podcast is sponsored by the Northern Kentucky Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and we are so grateful to all of our supporters, volunteers, and donors who make things like this podcast possible. On the show today, we have a special guest, a good friend of mine, Coach Clint Coleman from Walton, Verona. He is a Walton native, had a career at Cumberland's University as a baseball player, has a lot of coaching experience and some other experience just working with teens in a lot of different ways. You will be glad that you listened and take some notes on his insight. He has some great stories and talks a lot about how to motivate players and how to take responsibility as a coach in some ways that you might not hear a whole lot. One thing I want to keep in mind coming up is we have the Fairfield Mile that is designed to fund kids that go to our summer leadership camp. It generates scholarships. It's coming up on June 2nd. It is a one-mile race hosted up in Bellevue, Kentucky. It's a nice, fun run that has a tradition of over 22 years. This will be the 22nd year of his existence, started by Marty Mayer that long ago. We can't wait to see you there. Go to nkyfca.org slash race for more information. Again, 100% of proceeds go to fund those scholarships. All right, let's jump into our conversation with Coach Clint Coleman. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here with Coach Clint Coleman. Clint, how's it going, brother? Good. Going good today. Yeah. Oh, well, awesome. Well, uh, give us a quick history lesson just on Clint, if you don't mind, and, and how you got involved uh, in coaching in the first place. Okay, sure. Um, I don't know how far you really want me to go back, but just, you know, kind of to the beginning in my mind, you know, just um, always been a, a church kid growing up, um, part of a family that, you know, if if the doors were open to the church, we were there. You yeah. know, Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, Wednesday nights, and um, you know, I look back on that experience, and um, you know, faith and sports has always been kind of intertwined for me. And uh, my parents have just always did a great job of making sure that that me and my brother Chris mm-hmm. yeah. um, knew what was first. You know, and I, I still remember those those days and and elementary school and middle school you know you get done with practice on a on a Wednesday at 5:30 and you know we went to a church that was about probably 30 35 minutes away out in Pendleton County a oh, little wow. country church okay. um and um Turner Ridge Baptist Church uh to be specific and uh and you were coming from here in Walton coming from here in Walton okay. so you know mom pick us up and all right you know going out to the RAs tonight and you know me and bro, me and Chris oh you know do we have to go tonight mom I'm so tired and yeah. you know but I look back on that now and and you know what they were doing right. was important you know making sure that we understand you know sports are fun and sports are important and they're 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 good but you know the first first order of business is, is our faith and mm. um, you know about the age of 12 uh, is when the Holy Spirit kind of started working on my heart and um, you know finally at the age of 13 uh, gave my life to Christ and you know for me it wasn't one of those 
Um, well, it, you know, it's all miraculous as far as when you come to Christ, obviously. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was more about, um, you know, not stopping all these bad behaviors and, and, you know, kind of making that 180 as much as just, you know, now seeing things through a, a different lens, mm-hmm. um, so to speak, and just doing yeah. things for a different purpose. And, um, you know, like I said, sports has always been a big part of my life and all the way through high school, yeah. you know, play basketball, baseball, um, uh, didn't have football. I like to think I maybe would have played football if we had it here at Walton <laughs> uh, when I went through. Okay, I didn't but have it at the time. Okay. No, I sure didn't. Uh, but two-sport athlete. Um, was fortunate enough to be able to you know, play some college baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't a stud like you. <laughs> and uh, didn't get to go D1 or anything like that. But You probably uh, played a lot more than me, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had an opportunity to play a lot. Uh, so yeah. that was fun. Went to Cumberland College, mm-hmm. uh, now University of the Cumberlands. Yeah. And um, that is really where you know my faith deepened. Mm. Um, just really kind of... Uh, a backward situation for me than with what most most college kids um, experience and that you know got in with a, a group of Christians guys that were on the on the baseball team yeah uh, specifically a guy by the name of Stephen Brown who was just I'd never seen a kid like he was just completely sold out for Christ hmm. um, and you know on a team of about 35 or 40 kids right. uh, there were nights where 30 of us were in wow. my small apartment, Stephen leading Bible study, wow. and just you know, I look back and there's six of those guys that are pastors somewhere right now, and it's just wow. you know for me it was it was just an awesome experience and just really strengthened my faith and That's cool. um, just just an awesome time there playing baseball and just. Mm-hmm. And just you know, living the life. And just uh, having so. that community too. It, it awesome. was. It, it was huge. Um, you know, it was there that I kind of started to see. You know, that coaching was probably something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, education was not my first uh, degree. You know, okay. I graduated from Cumberland, uh, exercise science, and and did some uh, student teaching. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't do student teaching at that point. Um, but worked in the fitness business, did some personal training. Uh, that was a night job. So mm-hmm. while I was doing that, I was doing some subbing. Oh, okay. And it was here here at Walton. And yeah. that's when God showed me, you know, Clint, this is what you're supposed to be doing. That's cool. Um, so at that point, had to go back and did some practicum work, mm-hmm. did my student teaching. Uh, and that's when Coach McIntyre filled in the gaps there. Yeah. I did, mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't have to do a whole lot of extra work. Um, you know, to do the health PE thing mm-hmm. that I'm doing now. Um, but that Coach McIntyre at that point asked me, you know, hey, I've got a JV position open here. Mm-hmm. Are you interested? And, you know, of course, that was a no-brainer for yeah. me. And stepped in and, you know, spent 13 years under him. Really? Uh, and then at that point, you know, took over the, the head coaching position. So, wow. it's um, kind of my... My story and what led. I to, didn't realize you, yeah, you had helped out that long. Yeah, the JV level. I actually took a couple years off when Cal was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew you had a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah. and at that point, I just, you know, just couldn't stay away. The middle, <laughs> the guy, middle school guy who was one of my college roommates, right uh, there, at Cumberland, said, you know, hey, you mind helping us out a little bit? So you know, I was still kind of connected to the program. Yeah. At that point, and then when the, the head coaching position came up, uh, I knew Coach Mack was retiring. Mm-hmm. You know. 
wasn't real sure, you know, because, you know, having a two-year-old and the whole deal and yeah. approaching that with, you know, with Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, her basic response was, you're going to do it, right? Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure that was a relief because it, it's it was, like, yeah. It was. So, um, and, you know, I got the job and mm-hmm. uh, it's been it's been a great two years so far. Wow. That's yeah. a cool, that's a cool journey. Yeah. What's, uh, you've had at least, yeah, 13 years helping out and then you're, you're back at the varsity gig now. You've had a lot of experience. What would be maybe one or two stories of just like one of those crack up funniest moments or embarrassing moment for you? Like what would oh, be, yeah. you know, one or two that come to mind? For yeah. That? Um, one that comes to mind, this is probably year four or five. I can't remember exactly, but, uh, you know, being the assistant coach, coaching first base mm-hmm. and, um, out there in, in Verona at our complex, um, you know, first base is, is on the opposite side towards kind of everything else where the restrooms okay. and concession stand and all right. that. So between innings, I had to go to the bathroom pretty bad. So <laughs> I told coach Max, said, yeah, I'm heading out, you know, I'll be, I'll be back. So, yeah. um, came back in that gate on the other side, instead of going around the field and yeah. coming in where our dugout was, I went through that gate. Right. Um, it's, Hey, coaching first. So step out there into my coaching box and, um, the opposing, uh, coach comes out and say, coach, uh, you can coach first for us if you want, but <laughs> we're batting. <laughs> so, all right, I'll go on back. Around. Go on back. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, coach Mack never let me live that one. Oh, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were just going above and beyond and trying to, trying to serve the other team. Just, I get it, just man. Just trying to help them out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Well, I know you mentioned you took a couple of years off mm-hmm. uh, when you had your first son, Cal, which is, I think, I still think it's like an awesome baseball name. Yeah, That's good stuff. Course. Uh, but you were you were to think through that like hey I was doing baseball let's let's pull that back a little bit because you were also a youth minister at the, at that time too right Correct. I mean yeah, you had we a lot were, of things going we did yeah yeah uh, you know and, and at that point it was one of those you know something had to give mm-hmm. and you know it was baseball at that time right um, so yeah I mean obviously you know good decision yeah um, at, at that time you know and I felt like I was you know I was needed at home without mm-hmm. question and. Uh, you know, things worked out. So right. I, you know, I know that was the right thing to do. Yeah, and I know you kind of closed the chapter on the, the youth ministry gig, and that probably helped open the capacity for, for baseball, too. It, it just did. Kind of being, you know, you know. I'm a firm believer that God, you know, opens doors and closes other doors at just mm-hmm. the right time, and, and all of that just, it, it happened right. It just, yeah. you know, just, he, order, he ordered my steps. He yeah. really did. And, That's cool. you know, it was time for us to kind of give that ministry up, and, mm-hmm. you know, part of that was just, you know, a decision more for Cal and, and getting him into a, a situation where he had a lot of kids and yeah. and stuff like that. I know we've talked about that in the mm-hmm. past, but um, uh, you know, it was just God's timing. You know, it's always perfect, and yeah, and it was. Right. It just kind of led me into that. Uh, with that chapter closed, it did open up. Um, you know, a new ministry, as I call it, mm-hmm. which is you know, coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what would be what would be a, a win or wins that you're experiencing right now, either on the, the family side or the team side? Yeah, what, what's good going on right now? Yeah, as far as family's concerned, I mean, obviously just you know, Cal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just yeah. just watching him grow and get older, and you know, he just started T-ball, which oh, nice. wow, <laughs> wow, it's fun, but it's a challenge, and you know, he's yeah, 
you know, well, you go from <laughs> coaching a Division One level guy, and then you got to go all the way down to a four or five year old. Like, hey, this is a glove, you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's a different. And, and we've had, I guess, probably about five practices and about four games at this point, which has worked out nice. I've been able to be there quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, but the amount of times I've said, "Quit playing in the dirt," yeah, you know, <laughs> right. It, I, 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 I can't count the number. It's it's yeah. so high, but it it's fun just to watch him. Right. You know, he enjoys it. Loves being out there. And yeah. got a couple pictures that uh, one that that my wife that Jen took last week of him running home, mm. just like biggest smile on his face. You know, and it just yeah. it kind of struck me that you know, when it stops being that fun, mm. right. <laughs> Then it's time yeah, to that's the joy like you're it. supposed to be having when you're just, playing. Just right. giggling and laughing and yeah. and just having a ball. Um, yeah, it's, it's keep an eye fun. on that. Oh, yeah. That's good. And you know, just you know, Jen and I talk about all the time too, as far as you know, just our relationship. And you know, she's like, we're still friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just you know, still having a right. uh, you know a blast with our marriage and with Cal. It's just been, you know, it's it's been awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know a lot of. A lot of people would say whenever you ask how's your season going, mm-hmm. they might respond right with you know the, the win loss record, and sure. you guys are doing pretty well in that this year, and, yeah. and and beating some some pretty strong teams as well. What would you say? I know you have some pretty talented kids as well on the Walton team, but has there been any other like things that you could point to and say, hey, this is this is part of the reason we're being so successful as a group? Yeah, um, you know, just just last week we you know had some some issues arise and mm-hmm. uh we had a, a practice that was a, a a no glove no bats no balls practice just mm-hmm. and the message i sent out was the to the team was all you need is your running shoes nice <laughs> That's all you need to bring today <laughs> you know so we come in after school and you know, the kids are trickling in you're not real mm-hmm. excited about what what what's about to happen but um just kind of talk through some of those issues. And one of our assistant basketball coaches was here, was here getting ready to start one of her practices, and she kind of heard what was going on. And um, so we went over here to the park and we ran, and you know, kind of explained that you know part of the um, reason that we're doing this is um, you know some maturity issues as far as you know lack of character, throwing gloves, throwing mm-hmm. bats, just you know showing some negative emotion different things that we've talked about over the season that, you know, we just, we don't want to see and we don't want to do. Right. Um, and, you know, part of it's my fault in letting some of this continue. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm going to be running with you today. Mm. You know, that completely changed the mindset yeah. of, of the players, wow. you know, as far yeah. as what we're doing and, um, and how that went. So that ended up being kind of a fun experience because, you know, we got it, we were competing, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta beat Coach Coleman, and, you know, <laughs> right. and, hey, you can't let a 40 year old man beat you, you know, it was, <laughs> it was just that, that was fun. But uh, um, the next day I got an email from this other coach and, you know, she was just, she said, you know, the, what I, what I saw yesterday, she said, kind of took me aback. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, you guys just, just won the all a you just won your sectional you just lost a nail biter down at state mm-hmm. and two days later you know you've got these guys running because of you know of attitude, of yeah. attitude mm-hmm. issues and uh she said i just wanted to say how awesome that was and this and that and you know i told her i said you know i said thanks you know for that but you know this you know, the reason i'm coaching is you know has very little to do with wins and losses 
has more to do with building character into these guys and you know how we act when adversity arises and and stuff like that and you know they know from day one what i expect and um it just it was it's cool to you know to to see them that kind of click and and say okay we get it right things have been a lot better obviously (laughs) since then but yeah no that's great well you yeah you just kind of married I was going to ask you what kind of challenges are you facing, but you just addressed that and, and how you handled it, and that, that's that's incredible. Just the the ownership you took, and the, it does take some guts. Right after you're having, you know, winning doesn't doesn't solve everything. It solves a lot of things, but you saw some stuff that you weren't good with, and, yeah. and still kind of executed on your expectations. And yeah, uh, wow, that's powerful stuff. And I man. could and I could see in their eyes too, you know that, you know. Coach, we just you know we've just done all of this. Right. Why are we you know we just why won are we, these games? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> why are we running them? But it really, especially the the seniors and some mm-hmm. of our leaders, they you know they 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 got it and they they that's understood cool. what we were doing and you know and what we're all about. So that's right. good. Yeah, it's something I've been processing too. There's a book called Mindset, and it was all about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And kids either think, hey, I have this certain level of talent and that's just how much I have, mm-hmm. or it's a growth mindset where we're always, all of us are in process constantly and we're either getting better or getting worse all the time. Right. And that's a great great example. Like, hey, you're, you're up on this this top tier, but there's still more in the tank that you guys could could get to right. um, and not being complacent. I think that's cool. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, what would be, who are... Um, who are a couple people that have built into you over the years? I know one for sure that I could probably guess, but I'll let you say it. Uh, but one or two coaches that um, that really made an impact on your life and that just kind of inspired you along the way. Yeah, there's several, and I, w- I won't you know go go too long on on all of them. But um, first one, really, just out of the gates, uh, I have an, uh, an uncle. Uh, his name is, is Chuck, and. It's my mom's brother who, I mean, from the time we were two and three years old, you know, Sunday afternoons was just always all about, you know, hey, what, you know, are, are you done eating? Are you done? Let's go. Let's go. Let's get out. Let's get out. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had the opportunity to coach me in uh, elementary school in basketball okay. um, for, you know, basically I think that started in maybe second grade, second through sixth. So it was kind of a short span there where he coached, mm-hmm. um, but but he was coaching you know, my whole life, <laughs> you know, in terms of just kind of the way that he did things and, you know, everything was always, um, done a specific way. And I, I still remember being, you know, there at my grandma and grandpa's on a Sunday afternoon and, you know, throwing a ball past him and I had mm-hmm. to go get it. You know, <laughs> right, because yeah. I th- I've done that before. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. You know, and I still remember that and just, you know, um, you know, he's had a big impact on me in, in, in many areas of my life, sports being a big one. Right. Um, but then a lot of areas, um, you know, aside sports that are far more important than that. So, um, that, and then uh, another guy named Tim Barth who coached me in baseball from mm-hmm. all the way from about T-ball, uh, which, and actually my parents, I don't remember this, but parents tell me I never played T-ball. I started in coach pitch, I guess. Oh, really? So six or seven all the way through about – 13 or 14 whenever that you know the whole knot hole okay. uh, thing ends but he was um, you know he he was another guy that just taught the game the right way um, and as far as just what he expected out of you um, besides baseball as far as the integrity and just you know being mm-hmm. a good person and uh, and things of that nature um, and obviously coach McIntyre mm-hmm. you know uh, he coached me in basketball when I was a freshman 
And oh, he then, was basketball too. Yeah, okay. for one year in basketball, and he had me one year as a as a JV player, baseball, mm-hmm. um, before I moved on up. Uh, but then, obviously, you know, as far as the coaching aspect is concerned, you know, he's been my mentor for many, many years. Yeah. Um, and you talk about a guy that that does it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, he expects things out of his players, and you know, if if, if he doesn't get it, you know, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and and there's nobody I've told you know tell people this all the time. There's nobody that loved his players and would do more for his players and his coaches, That's me cool. included, right. uh, more than Coach McIntyre would. So he's you know huge impact on my life as well. And um, one other guy I think about Coach uh, Dan Sullivan, who coached me okay. yeah. um, basketball and baseball when I was in high mm-hmm. school, um, and just you know. All the coaches I've had throughout my my career have just been, you know, just been they've been awesome. That's Can't cool. point to any of them and say, okay, sure. I don't want to be like this guy. Man, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, to have that many and, and have that many that you say had a positive experience going sure. away from. Yeah. yeah, that's really good yeah. stuff. Can't I can't leave off uh, Coach Stigall there at Cumberland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as well. Um, again, another guy that just really cared for his players, um, and uh, you know just. Just fun to play for. When the unity yeah. you guys had sounded like, I mean, that's a that's an incredible hit rate as far as thirty out of thirty five guys going. No. Regardless of, I mean, for that time it was a Bible study, but almost regardless of that, just a, a non practice activity to have that many dudes in one spot just sure. kind of speaks to the culture he he built over there too. Right. Yeah, uh, that's powerful. You've already touched on it uh, to some lo- to some degree, um, but is there a is there a level where I know you talked about your why for coaching, like why do you coach? Mm-hmm. Clearly your faith impacts that on some level. Sure. How does that, how do you see that play out or what are some tools you found along the way? Uh, I know we talked about Coachman Jones some too and he's had some yeah. tools that he's passed along, but how would you describe how your faith impacts what you do? Yeah, um, I mean it really is, <laughs> it really is everything. You know, I, um, we, we have classroom sessions at the beginning of the season um, where you know I, I, I just lay it all on the line and, and, and tell the guys that you know here here's my philosophy you mm-hmm. know and faith faith is first you know you may not you know completely agree with that and you may have you know some different things but you know it's faith you know it's family and then it's everything else you know baseball and school and all that mm-hmm. you know uh, all that just follows those two yeah um, and you know as far as just kind of living that out and um, you know, it, it's important to me that, that these guys see me, you know, live that out. Yeah. Meaning, you know, showing them that you, you know, you can argue a call in a godly way. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's big, right? You know, yeah, and you know, you can celebrate in a godly way, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, uh, deal with some of those baseball and sports type issues that can be handled in a very ungodly way, mm-hmm. but you can do it the right way. You know, it doesn't have to be with yelling and screaming. And, you know, I try to come at everything from, you know, the the, the side of, of love. And, mm-hmm. okay, you know, here's here's some things we need to work on, you know, but doing that, you know, in the right yeah. way. That's um, good. And, you know, again, going back through my those coaches that have had an impact on me, you know, they, they did it that way, you know, and, and um, it's just been uh, – cool to kind of try to show these guys mm-hmm. you know how you can try to live that out have i been perfect <laughs> no 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 okay uh, but you know just right. trying to 
to do the best I can and live out that Christ-like life in front of these guys. And, mm-hmm. and they know that's my top priority. You know, they get to hear me here at school at FCA and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just those, those team meetings and talking about character and, yep. you know, that's, that's number one and everything else. Um, um, yeah, it's just, it's been cool to see God kind of work, work sure. through that. Uh, it's powerful just to see what, kind of what you were talking about too, is just having an integrated life. Like when I see Clint, whether it's, in right here in your office or at FCA or, or some other function or a football game or whatever, like when you're you wherever you're at, including a baseball field, right. you know, uh, arguing a call, like that's, a, that's just a powerful thing. A lot of times you can see coaches have an, an alter ego. Like as soon as they step onto a, a sideline of a basketball court or wherever, you're like, who is that person? That is not the person I talked to, you know, on Saturday morning versus right. Friday night, a football coach or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but just to be consistent, be kind of what you see, what you get. Yeah, that's a powerful thing in and of itself. That's yeah. really good. Uh, yeah, and that, you know, obviously that is important to me. Yeah. yeah. Is there? Uh, do you have any other final, uh, just any sort of like leadership principle or, or thing that you've picked up along the way that, say, there's a coach just starting out or maybe a coach is having a rough time at the moment? Uh, is there any, any anything you'd like to maybe throw out to somebody maybe in, in those in those shoes? Yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of just said it, and that's just just be you. Mm. You know, there and, and I know there have been. I, I've not heard it specifically but I know there are people out there that you know you know he doesn't do this or do that or you know he's not very vocal in this area mm-hmm. you know but that's not me right <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. and for me to do those things that would be stepping out of you know of who I am and what my purpose is and yeah. you know I would say just don't try to be somebody else mm, that's good you know just be who God made you to be and you know prayer's a big part of that um, you know, as far as what we've built here, as far as an FCA and, mm-hmm. and the team, I mean, that's something that I pray about on a regular basis and helping me deal with those situations and, and just letting God just lead, lead in the, in, in every area. That's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah, that's really good. Having permission to be yourself. Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Well, Clint, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much for just your your investment of, of time and all the different ways you, you pour into FCA and your leadership over the years. And I'm pumped that you're, you're coaching these guys and congrats on an incredible season on multiple levels so far. And, uh, I know it's not over yet. You still got some work to do. So I look forward to to seeing how it's going to end up. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Nate. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, that will do it for this episode of the coach to coach podcast. Clint Coleman, man, I love that guy. Just his heart, his passion, and the links he goes to for his family and his team. They're having a lot of success on the field. And as you can see, he's developing his guys, a couple of which are going on to the next level as well. Just really glad we were able to catch a couple minutes with him. And I hope you took some notes as well. I loved him giving permission to letting you be you, your personality, the way you're wired, how you coach, that that's going to be the most effective thing. I just, I just love that. And that can go for a lot of things as well. Hope you had a good couple other nuggets uh, to take away from there as well. And if you would just do us a favor, could you share this with one other person that you think might be uh, might be helpful for just another coach? It'd be a great way just to get the word out and help uh, spread the word about this podcast. One final reminder, we do have the Fairfield Mile race coming up to help fund kids to go to leadership camp. Just go to nkyfca.org slash race. And until next time, keep growing, keep learning, keep changing lives on your team and in your home.